Welcome to Art of the Kickstart, your source for crowdfunded campaign success and better physical product businesses. I'm your host, Matt Ward, and each week I interview a crowdfunding success story, an inspirational entrepreneur, or a business expert designed to help you take your startup to the next level. If you're interested in learning what we're all about and kickstarting your own crowdfunding campaign, check out artofthekickstart.com slash checklist. You'll get our entire guide to crush your campaign and take your business to new heights. But now, let's get on with the show. Guys, I don't always recommend crowdfunding fulfillment, but when I do, I prefer eFulfillmentService.com. Why, hello there, you sexy crowdfunder. Welcome back to Art of the Kickstart. Thanks for tuning in, and I hope you are having an absolutely awesome day. Pumping up, building out a campaign, getting ready to kickstart something, launching Indiegogo, or maybe you just funded. Either way, it's awesome, and thanks for tuning in. Today, I want to tell you a little story, and the story involves coaching. And no, don't worry, this isn't a pitch for coaching, consulting, anything like that. I'm actually getting out of crowdfunding consulting currently. We're actually in a, we're in a transition phase for Art of the Kickstart. Right now, the company is actually going to be, we're in the process of being slash transferring Art of the Kickstart over to awesome new team, Command Partners. We'll have more on this in future episodes. We're going to have these guys on. They're going to be taking over the podcast. They've raised millions, tens of millions in crowdfunding campaigns. Hexo Plus, I can't remember the key one off the top of my head. They've had some amazing campaigns, and these guys are going to do an incredible job. But today, what I want to talk about is some of the misconceptions of crowdfunding. So I recently had someone reach out to me and they wanted to crowdfund a product and they, they were very excited about it. The thing is, there wasn't a product. There wasn't an invention. There wasn't any long, hard work. There wasn't something special there. It was, well, I'm excited about launching my Kickstarter campaign. I just don't know what I'm going to kickstart yet. And that flies counter to everything that I know and everything that I kind of believe when it comes to crowdfunding. So crowdfunding, Kickstarter, Indiegogo, they came about as ways to help people that didn't have the means to launch a business, launch a business. They're for you guys, the creators, the innovators, the inventors, the designers, the entrepreneurs, people with awesome products, awesome ideas that want to bring them out to the world. And essentially what was, what was proposed was white labeling of products, finding something on Alibaba and just selling that. And Explaining the difference of private labeling and how that looks and how that works with crowdfunding versus Amazon is very, very challenging. So I've talked about this before. I am transitioning very much over into Amazon sales, into Amazon e-commerce for my business, for my products, and with FBA All-Stars, my new podcast geared towards Amazon selling, which is very beneficial if any of you guys are actually looking to scale a successful crowdfunding campaign and start looking at other channels for sales. But anyways, so private labeling, what is it and why does it not really work well for crowdfunding? So it really comes back to the purpose of crowdfunding, i.e. funding something that could never have been funded before, creating something amazing. This is for the creative people out there and taking, taking existing products and just launching them onto Kickstarter, onto Indiegogo, it does not work effectively. And there's a reason it's because backers are smart. Backers aren't quite as uh, they're a little bit more savvy than your traditional, your traditional shopper. Backers are looking for something new, innovative, cutting edge, something freaking awesome. And you know what? Just finding a product that already exists, that not, isn't necessarily going to be absolutely incredible. 
it actually even goes against the terms of service of Kickstarter. I have I have a friend, a great entrepreneur. We won't bring him up on the show, but he launched a product. Uh, he had an incredible success with a business and decided to launch a follow-up product on Kickstarter. The follow-up product was a private-labeled product. They'd raised over $70,000 before Kickstarter shut it down because Kickstarter is so much more focused on the creativity, on something new, something innovative. That said, if you are looking at private labeling something and trying to do it on, to do it via crowdfunding, Indiegogo will probably be a better role bet just because there are less rules, less restrictions. But at the same time, when you're trying to private label something, private labeling, for those who don't know, white labeling, it's like when you go to the grocery store and let's say you want to buy Honey Nut Cheerios. This is, this is Russ's example. I got to give him props. And let's say you want to buy some Honey Nut Cheerios. Well, you've got, you've got the generic store brand, you've got Honey Nut Cheerios, and then maybe like one other competitor. And the generic store brand is not going to taste anything like the real awesome Honey Nut Cheerios. But in most instances, the store brand is the exact same thing as the awesome brand, whatever you're buying, whatever you're spending more money on. And that's the concept of private labeling. The store itself is white labeling or branding the product for itself. They're manufacturing it. They're finding manufacturers. They're getting these things done. This is something I'm currently doing now and experimenting on growing in my Amazon business, which of course you can find out more at fbaallstars.com, but that's going incredibly well. You can scale these businesses up very, very quickly in terms of selling on Amazon because the the platform is so large with buyers, with consumers, people that have credit cards on hand. It doesn't get much better than that. But when it comes to Kickstarter and when it comes to crowdfunding, this is not a successful approach. People that believe that this will be successful, possibly more in the future as the platforms become less restricted and more open source, i.e. Indiegogo Kickstarter doesn't seem to be going this way. If we had to have a prediction right now, I'm going to say that Indiegogo will ultimately trump Kickstarter because they are significantly more innovative. They're putting out very many new features to help both backers and creators, and they're doing a lot in these avenues where Kickstarter has been, Kickstarter's been pretty slow, pretty slow to innovate, pretty slow to change. And those typically die when you get into the really fast-paced tech startups, which both of these companies most assuredly are. So anyways, what does it look like? And if you're considering launching a private-labeled product, private labeling, finding a product in China, finding a product in India, finding a product in the States, and just slapping your logo and selling that on as a crowdfunding campaign, you're not going to be successful. It's just not going to happen because what? You don't have a story. You don't have anything. So a big part of why Kickstarter campaigns succeed is the story behind it. Here's the entrepreneur. They've been busting their ass, working hard, designing, testing, prototyping, perfecting this product. People care about it because there's something behind it. And when there's nothing behind a product, it's boring. It's a Walmart product. And Walmart sells well on Amazon. It does not sell well on Kickstarter. That should be the slogan for crowdfunding. Crowdfunding, the anti-Walmart approach to building a business. Because that's what it is. You want something that's sexy. You want it to be design-oriented. People love minimalism, biking, all sorts of wearable technology, anything that you can't find anywhere else. This is what backers want. This is what you guys want. And that's the reason why making something you can find anywhere will never get you anywhere. It's not an approach that I would recommend for crowdfunders getting started. People that want to build something. So what does that mean? If you're thinking about using this as a business model, I would suggest that you stop. Go to fbaallstars.com right now and check that out because you can do successful. You can be incredible with Amazon. The results that I've seen in the past couple of months have been mind boggling, which is why my time is being spent more and more working on this, scaling this up. And 
at the end of 12 months, we're looking for a seven-figure exit. That's the goal. That's kind of what you can do if you're willing to push hard. And it's the same thing for people who have succeeded with Kickstarter, people that have physical products they want to sell. If you're able to scale that up effectively using Amazon, using Shopify, using wholesale, you can build very successful businesses. But you have to have something special there in order to do that. And that special something, that special secret sauce that helps you succeed on crowdfunding, you're not going to find that with a factory in China. You're just not. It's not going to be what you need it to be. And I know this has been a little bit of a rant, but I want to clear this up in advance. This is kind of like crowdfunding apps. Crowdfunding apps, we've talked about it before. It doesn't work. People don't want to spend money on something that just takes time. Well, people don't want to spend money on something you haven't put time into. If you haven't put something incredible into this, if this isn't something amazing, people aren't going to waste their money on it. And that is the cold, hard truth about crowdfunding. Yes, there have been campaigns that have been successfully crowdfunded that have been private labeled or have been never even created in the first place. Some of the awesome watches that you've seen have been mere CAD mock-ups, people creating illusions on, on the wrist of things that you'd want to want to buy. We won't go too into detail onto this, but some campaigns have been a little bit CGI'd, if you will, and Steven Spielberg approves. But at the same time, Kickstarter doesn't always approve. This is actually breaking the rules. It's a little bit more lenient with Indiegogo, which is why I think they will ultimately be the platform that prevails. But at the same time, keep those things in mind. Kickstarter, it's about physical products. It's about creations. It's not about software. It's not about something that already exists. It's about something that's really freaking new, innovative, cutting edge, design oriented, sexy, awesome, West Coast, hipster, all of that good stuff. That's how you succeed with crowdfunding. Not something that's bland and boring. So I hope this has been at least a little bit insightful for people. People learning a little bit more about crowdfunding, some of the differences between this and other traditional e-commerce channels. Again, you can make incredible amounts of money with private labeling. This is what every major brand does. They find products that they create their own products. They find other products that factories produce and they'll put their logo on it. Suddenly this will become a Nike whatever shoe and it was just something the company was making. Suddenly all of these incredible things are just popping up and they're really just technology products, things that have been manufactured that they've slightly tweaked with their factories. This is why I'm getting into this to grow my own business. This is why it's something I definitely think that you guys should be checking out. And this is why it definitely will not be successful with Kickstarter and Indiegogo. Of course, there are always exceptions. People that put in the work, they use the funding. They do tons of Facebook ads and work really hard these ways to make things happen. But there's so much to compete against. If you don't have some kind of unique selling proposition, if you don't have something that's making you sexy, stand out above everyone else, why someone would want to buy your product, why people connect with it, why it's something that they're willing to part their hard-earned dough with, then you're going to have a very hard time selling your product. If you're a great salesman, of course, that will help. And you can find more about copywriting, sales, breakthrough advertising. Check that out. That's the best I've ever seen. It's a great book. You're probably going to have to find a PDF version of it. But until next time, I just want to keep that in mind, guys. Crowdfunding was created for a reason. It was created for inventors, entrepreneurs, designers, and everybody that wanted to build incredible products but just didn't have the money to do it. Manufacturing takes money. The inventory, the time, the molds, everything is incredibly, incredibly challenging. The margins can be low, but it can be incredibly lucrative if you do it right. So until next time, go look at what you're doing. 
and make that shit happen. Because you can make it happen right now. You can fund a crowdfunding campaign, build an awesome business, take over the freaking world, build the next Patagonia, or something incredible. Whatever your mission, go do it now. Because now's the only time to do it, right? Until next time, guys. Cheers. Planning a crowdfunding campaign and want to make sure you crush it? I have awesome news for you. The Art of the Kickstart Crowdfund Academy, our course, 43 videos, which walks you step-by-step through what it takes to crush your crowdfunding campaign, Kickstarter, or Indiegogo, is now going to be $67 with an exclusive coupon. If you go to artofthekickstart.com slash go, you can get the entire detailed guide, which will walk you through dominating your Kickstarter campaign. Check it out, guys. Artofthekickstart.com slash go. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Art of the Kickstart the show all about building a better business, world, and life with physical products. I'm your host, Matt Ward, and if you've enjoyed today's episode, you should check out artofthekickstart.com. You can find access to all our past episodes, get our Kickstarter Crush It Guide, and if you love the episode, be sure to leave us a review, artofthekickstart.com slash iTunes. It helps more inventors and entrepreneurs find the show and helps us get better guests on here to help you grow your business. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, have a great and productive week. Go build something incredible.